0: All right, we're back. This is Courtney and Robbie. Hello. And, hello. We're uh, trying a new platform here, so bear with us. Lots
1: of distractions. Yes, indeed. It's like a wave on it. <laughs> let me uh, start the prayer. Uh, God, thank you for just being you. Thank you that you love us so much that you sent your son Jesus to die on the cross and uh, he raised from the dead and that we have salvation through him. God, I just ask that um, people know that. And they focused on that, on the real. And we ask this in the name of our King Jesus. Amen. Amen. Let's talk about, let me let me start. We usually talk about things that happened this past week. Um, so my wife and I were listening to the podcast. We're in the car, we're listening to last week's podcast about turning problems into opportunities, and then we get in an argument. And Uh-oh. yeah, and then she looks at me, she goes, Robbie. Are you gonna do like you said on the podcast and turn this into an opportunity? <laughs> I was like, "Oh, too soon, <laughs> too soon." And so we got to do that, and we got to talk it out, and uh, it was really eye-opening to me because a lot of times we talk it and then we don't, right? It's like we're talking to somebody else, but it was it was a really neat experience for, yeah, for us it's to do that.
0: So easy to fall into to that trap, <laughs> yeah. Here in man's world, right. Yeah, so just bear with us on this new podcast platform. Um, this doesn't have the 15-minute uh, time limit like the old one did, but um, we're gonna try to keep it at 15 minutes just uh, for attention spans and keeping it simple. And if you have any feedback to provide, please provide it. Um, it helps us to make things better and helps us learn. So thank you.
1: Yeah, thank you. So this week we're gonna be in Titus which is totally against everything we've been doing lately because we've been in Corinthians for last ones. But we're in Titus 3, and I'm going to read from uh, verse 3 to verse 9. It says, For we too once were foolish, disobedient, deceived, enslaved to various sinful desires and pleasures, spending and wasting our life in malice and envy, hateful, hating one another. But when the goodness and kindness of God our Savior and his love for mankind appeared. He saved us, not because of any works of righteousness that we have done, but because of his own compassion and mercy by the cleansing of the new birth and renewing by the Holy Spirit, whom he poured out richly upon us through Jesus Christ, our Savior, so that we would be justified by his grace and that we would be made heirs of eternal life according to our hope. And this is a faithful and trustworthy saying. And concerning these things, I want you to speak with great confidence so that those who have believed God will be careful to participate in doing good and honorable things. These things are excellent and profitable for the people. But avoid foolish and ill-informed and stupid controversies and genealogies and dissensions and quarrels about the law, for they are unprofitable unprofitable. And useless. So we are going to talk about distractions.
0: Yes, life is filled with distractions here on man's world. Um, that's that's what we're constantly uh, swimming through—is a sea of distractions. I feel like um, at work, at home, everywhere. Um, and I don't know about you, Robbie, but. Um, I know that I find myself um, constantly trying to, to get clear thoughts, and it's difficult uh, with all the distractions that I'm <laughs> constantly swimming through. Um, and in that, that scripture of, of Titus talking about um, don't don't be um, distracted basically by genealogies and and other things that the world will distract you with. Um, When Robbie and I were talking, uh, something I thought about was if, I guess if you're not praying, you're distracted.
1: (laughs) You're not thinking about God, you're distracted. (laughs) Right,
0: right. And I wonder if there's some truth to that.
1: Mm, That's so good. And, And I mean, we were talking about some things you can be distracted by, like how much you know and how much you don't know earth versus spiritual religions different faiths your health your family your house your finances your emotions like arguments like there's so much stuff in the world like tv like you were even doing a cool thing about the movie about uh distracted
0: yeah yeah if you're if you're watching a movie for example um you're distracted but you're you're focused on that distraction it's like a focus distraction so (laughs) you're you're kind of um you're you know, entrenched in, in whatever the story is in, in the movie and um, you're completely, <laughs> completely uh, removed from, from your own thoughts, but you're, you're distracted by a distraction.
1: Um, <laughs> That's great. So, so, what's, so, Courtney, we're talking about, like, we have all these distractions and we know that, like, there's all these distractions in the world. So the opposite of a distraction would be focus. Right. So how can, how do we recognize, a, so a couple of things like how do we recognize a distraction? And then once we recognize it, how do we turn it into focus?
0: Right. So some, something that I've started doing at work, for example, um, I work in a pharmacy, I'm a pharmacist. And when a patient comes to, to be counseled on a new medication for example, um, I will end the conversation now with God bless you. And I do that intentionally for me to help keep keep myself connected with uh, with faith and try to keep myself connected, um, that interface between man's world and the spiritual world. I, tr- I try to keep that connection to the spiritual world on tap at all times if I can. And that's one way that I found I can do it. and Those interactions with the patients haven't been met with any resistance. It's it's always been, oh, thank you, from from the patient's perspective, or, oh, I haven't heard that before from somebody, Mm. or I haven't heard that in a long time, so thank you. So it's been positive for me to get the reinforcement from the people I'm talking to, but also it's it's helping, um, I'm hoping it's helping them uh, stay connected to the spiritual world, and it's helping me stay connected to the spiritual world, so... There's a, a lot of positive benefit, I've noticed, from just doing that, because um, it's so easy in a place like a pharmacy to become distracted with all the things that are going on.
1: Mm. And it's kind of like, you know, like athletes, and we we're talking about being in college or doing college courses, or when you're working on like a certain project, you can get so honed in, like like tunnel vision on on this one thing, you'd be so super focused on this one thing that it's hard to be distracted because you're so focused on this one thing. And how do we like, when are we like that with God? Like how are we so, when are we Mm -hmm. so focused in on God and Jesus and being led by the Holy Spirit that it doesn't matter if something happens that you're just like that, it does not distract you, and, and, and what an awesome place that would be to be so focused, so honed in that nothing could distract you from, from God. Man, Maybe. that's faith right there, right? That's like that is, there's
0: something that is bigger than us. That would be an amazing place to be. Um, and that's that's hard, it's hard to, uh, to we're talking about. Robbie mentioned staying the course earlier in our discussion, and it's hard to stay on the path—the path of um, trying to stay connected to the spiritual world all the time. Because there's so many forces, I feel like for me anyway, pulling me away from that, pulling me um, back to my my distractions here in, in man's world, whether it be um, uh, what I have to do, uh, what bills have to be paid or what meal has to be made or um, who I have to take to school or uh, what I have going on at work. Um, all these things that could potentially be a source of, of anxiety and, um, and, I don't know, negative thoughts are, are simply just distractions. And I think being able to recognize distractions is so important. Um, to recognize when we're thinking in a in a way that's that's not getting us closer to that spiritual world.
1: Yeah. I, I think we did some like practical and you were Courtney you were telling me some practical things about focus. Like I'm gonna just go kinda like prayer, of course, like reading your word. I mean, of course, like those are my two biggest ones. But even like being part of your church, being part of your community, like that the regular schedule of that, of getting in a habit of going to church or going part of the community or reading your Bible or being in prayer, like having a regular schedule of that kind of keeps you too on course, like staying the course because, you know, Courtney's so awesome because he's like, I'm looking forward to this prayer meeting we're having tonight. I'm looking forward to church on Sunday. I'm looking forward to this men's group I go to. Like these are things I look forward to. And as you're looking forward to to those things that point you closer to God, it fo- it, it takes some distraction away, you know. Right. Just as a practical
0: right, and I and I was thinking about um, life for for me like today. I mean, life. I I can I can just right now at this very moment in time, I feel almost like I'm floating mm. because I'm I'm happy. There's I don't have distractions right now, like my mind feels so free. It's almost as if I can close my eyes and just see a blank canvas and I want to fill it up with what whatever you know whatever God desires you know it's just it's such an amazingly free feeling and you know in the first it may have been the first podcast we did, um, I talked about. I had to become a slave to be free. I had mm. to surrender to to God and to faith to to gain my freedom. But that's really that's what it takes to to not have fear, to not um, to to rid myself of jealousy and hate and and negative emotions. Mm. I had to surrender. I had to give myself up, basically. But by doing that, I've I've gained limitless freedom, mm. and it's a, it's an amazing feeling. But it's counterintuitive in in man's world here, and with with the way all of the distractions are are uh, causing us to to think in one way or another. Um, with all that, all those distractions shield us from what's true and what's good.
1: Oh, I love that. And and think like a product of a distraction would almost be like all this stuff piles on top of you and it actually takes you away, like you disappear. But actually the product of focus on, on like God is it actually frees you up to be bold and to be courageous because your focus is on Him and your strength is on Him so it's actually more like God brings out more of Him in you and more of you and your personality to others Right, and it's this freedom in that where you are free to be who God's created you to be
0: Right, right and the freedom of of, um, the freedom of knowing true love like Mm. uh, the freedom of of knowing that I'll never be alone, ever. Like, I, 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 I am. It's, it's a, it's knowing without understanding. Like, I, I know it without understanding it. It's, but I know it. It's until I had, until I was touched the way I was by God, I never knew that before. I never had that feeling before. I couldn't, I couldn't close my eyes and, and see comfort and Mm. feel and feel like everything's going to be okay I may have had an inkling that it would be but I I didn't know it Mm. and I know now and without without any I mean there's no question in my mind and uh, it's a that that fact alone that's that that's that's my foundation um, at the moment and so it's a in talking to Robbie, I, I, I'm telling him that I'm trying to, to gain a better perspective on how, how all the pieces fit together, and what you know why we have all these other religions in the world, and I I don't understand um, why why they all of them exist, but I know what I know, and I know that um, the fact that there are other religions in the world. It, maybe it's there to help me understand myself and, and, and my place in the world. And again, it's not about me. Um, as much as it may sound like I'm talking about myself, I know that it's not about me. I know that it's about something bigger than me. So with that, I'm, um, I'm truly grateful to know that, um, if that makes sense.
1: As cool as like Courtney was saying, is like because of all these other religions and stuff, he, he knows the truth is the truth is the truth. So the more he sees these other things, he knows like what it feels like to know the truth and what it feels like to try to make the truth his own, like talk himself into a truth. And right. until like he was saying, like the more you speak truth, the real truth, like Jesus, the more you know truth, it like opens up more truth where right. in other places you you're like talking yourself into truth and that's there's like a, a big big contradict like yeah. difference in those two things. Agreed. So kinda like the challenge I guess what we're doing as a practical is do you recognize different parts of your life that are a distraction? Yeah. And and what do you do? What do you do with it? Like how do you turn a distraction into a focus. Like, like how, last how, week was, how do you turn a problem into an opportunity? This week would be, how do you turn a distraction into a focus?
0: Right. And then how, how can you, and um, I, I guess paying attention to things and focusing on things um, is, is you, can, you, can, you can find a connection to spirituality Wherever you look for it, you just have to open your mind and heart to it. So um, it's a matter of, I think, just thinking about taking the time to step back from where you are and think about what, you're, what may be distracting you at the moment and um, focus on that and see how you can turn that into something spiritual, how you can, how you can focus that in a spiritual way.
1: Yeah, ask Jesus, like, where are you in this? yeah yeah
0: and if there if Jesus isn't there then um, maybe that's a sign that uh, focus should be directed elsewhere (laughs) amen all right well thank y'all for listening thank you we'll see you next week all right all right we're back this is Courtney and Robbie episode 7 wow
1: episode 7 I said let me uh, start off with some prayer so God this is uh, for you and for your glory and it's all about you so we just uh We give it to you, and we ask that you speak, and you say whatever it is that you want to say. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So, um, Courtney and I are going to kind of get, we try to stay as real and authentic as we possibly can, and kind of talk about the things that God is teaching us, and this weekend he attacked... uh, Satan attacked us both very similarly. I don't know if that's a a word or not. Yeah, Yeah.
0: I think so. Uh, So with me, um, I woke up Saturday morning um, thinking that I had done something wrong. Um, Again, uh, I I don't want to get into the details, um, but... I work in a pharmacy and and you can imagine if you ever think that you're making an error in a in a healthcare field, then that's probably a pretty severe thing so I thought i I had made an error and um, by doing that i I was racking my brain thinking how how could I have done such a thing, and did I do such a thing and um i I was devastated and I didn't know what to do and and my confidence just tanked. I I started questioning my ability as a pharmacist, as a father, as a friend, as a husband, Um, and I, I was just, I kept beating myself and beating myself and beating myself. And um, I thought, I know how this feels. I've been in this place before. And when I get to this place, I know it's gonna take me a while before I get out of it Um, in this dark, negative thought place that I'm in. And I realized something at that very moment that prior to this time, having felt this way, I never had God with me. I've always just been knowing where I'm at and knowing that it's gonna take some time to get out of this situation. But when I found myself in the situation and I realized that it was God speaking to me and not something else, not just another chance for me to say, okay, I'm in a negative state. I know this will pass. I just have to weather the storm and get through it. But I said, no, I said, I need to listen. I need to listen to what's happening and I need to really pay attention to what God is trying to tell me. And so I started doing that and in doing that, um, it led me to uh, to start trying to regain some confidence. I'm still working on it. Uh, it's gonna take some time, but I realize that I need to understand that he's not going to try to lead me astray. He's not going to try to make me believe something that's not true. So I need to have faith in in what he's trying to ask me to do. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, I'm I'm still in a in a bad kind of mental state, but. I'm, I'm trying to understand what I can, what God's trying to tell me and, and work my way through it.
1: And with with me this weekend, got the opportunity to teach this Bible study class. And there was a couple of topics that um, kind of touchy. I told uh, Courtney, kind of like landmines. And uh, I knew they probably were going to blow up. And uh, they did. And afterwards, it got me thinking, the same kind of attack, like, could I have done better? Could I have said something different? Should I have led it a different way? And should I be the one even talking? Should I have... There's all these questions and all these things, and Satan comes at you and he's like, you know, you're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're not competent enough. You're, there's someone, you know, you should be quiet, or you... It, it's just it's it's tough, to, and we both got attacked with the same things. He attacked our confidence, and then once that gets attacked, then like Courtney says, then you start thinking about, well, how am I treating the people around me? Or you know, you start remembering all the times you let your wife down, or you didn't call somebody back, or you didn't tell someone that compliment that you should have told them, and you're like, oh, I'm a, I'm horrible all the way around. Like I'm just this really bad person. So you go from, hey. You know, knowing who you are in Christ, and and then after one day, and sometimes it's not even a day; sometimes it's this one incident, it's like one five to ten minute thing, and all of a sudden you're like, "Oh, I'm a failure all the way around, like complete failure." So, and that's an attack, a spiritual attack, and we were talking about praying the armor of God on this morning, and that's why you armor up is because we're under attack. So Courtney had was. So after this attack, God led Courtney to James, to the book of James. And I think that's amazing to be able to see and be a part of Courtney's growth as what he said, that before Christ, it's like we're trying to wrestle it on our own. And now with Christ, we have someone fighting for us and leading us and teaching us. And so in James 1, I'm going to read James chapter 1, verses 2 through 6 says consider it, consider it nothing but joy my brothers and sisters whenever you fall into various trials be assured that the testing of your faith produces endurance and let endurance have its perfect result and do a thorough work so that you may be perfect and completely developed lacking nothing if any of you lacks wisdom he is to ask of god who gives to everyone generously and without rebuke or blame and it will be given to him but he must ask in faith without doubting. For the one who doubts is like a billowing surge of the sea that is blown about and tossed by the wind. So wisdom and faith. Wisdom in faith, right? Wisdom. Right. Um, Courtney's so amazing. I wish that we could record our conversations before the
0: podcast. <laughs> well, and maybe we will do that at some point in time. But, um, and I, and I want to... um. It, in james um and I came to James and I got to give some credit to the to the u version app of the bible um because this this was the scripture that was on there this morning was was james um James one verse five um, but there's a lot of really valuable information in in James that I was able to glean by opening up the full chapter and reading it and so um i i want to circle back to my situation that woke me up in the middle of the night and, and state that um, I, I went to the pharmacy the next morning. Um, I wasn't supposed to be working, but I, I wanted to make sure that uh, I acknowledged if I had made a mistake. It turns out that I didn't. <laughs> um, but something spoke to me and for some reason God woke me up in the morning and, um, and I'm still trying to get to the bottom of of that, um, that awakening that, that he was trying to speak to me about something. And so I, I'm still listening and still looking for signals and trying to figure out what it is he's trying to teach me because I realized that this is a moment to learn and not a moment to just weather the storm. Mm-hmm. And this is a chance for me to actually gain some wisdom from God. Um, so that when I find myself in a situation like this in the future, I can know how to navigate the situation better. And instead of just weathering the storm and and actually trying to learn something from the, from the situation, um, I I feel like that maybe that's, that's the message. Maybe Mm. that's what he's trying to teach me is that when I'm in a place of, of hard times and... Um, lack of confidence and lack of self uh, self worth. That I need to uh, listen and pay attention and figure out what's trying, what's what's being asked of me at the moment. That's so wise to
1: instead of seeing the problems. It's just like God. How are you speaking to me? Like, what are you showing me? That is so good because so many times we get so caught up again yeah, I mean, on you, ourselves.
0: Yeah, make no mistake. I mean, I'm, I am, I am as bogged down as as I as I've ever been and feeling bad and feeling self, you know, self pity, and I'm I'm just kind of down at the moment. And I I know I need to build myself back up, but I I know I'm not doing that alone. Mm-hmm. So that's that's very. Uh, that's very comforting, and I know that if the force that's going to help me is God mm. and I just need to listen, I just need to pay attention and I need to spend time again it's this like dichotomy of the spiritual world and and man's world and um, i'm I feel like when i'm, I'm in a negative place i'm'm I'm, I keep reverting back to man's world and i'm in all of my negative emotions are, are popping up in that domain. And when I can pull myself away from man's uh, kind of gravity, man's world's gravity, and, and get back to the orbit of uh, spirituality, then I can hopefully start to, to heal and, and get better. But the longer, the more time I spend... Wallowing in in man's world, wallowing in in self doubt and wallowing in the the self pity and the negative thoughts and um. What what time I spend there? What what can I learn from that time that I'm spending here? That that's making me feel this way. I, I don't want to feel this way, but I I'm here. So what can I what can I take away from this?
1: Oh, that's so good. It's so like we do get in these spots where we doubt, and we don't know what to do next, and we, you know, and, and what do you do with that, right, it's like God uses all these things, like, God, he says he uses all things for his good, mm-hmm. right, so we think, oh, he uses good things, <laughs> but it's the, it's these times when you're bogged down, and you're depressed, and you have no confidence, it's like, where do you lean then, right, right? and we were talking about that, it's like, do you lean into, like, your self-pity, and you don't knowing and your depression, or whatever it is, or do you lean in, okay, God, you're talking to me. You're mm-hmm. talking to me in a different way, mm-hmm. but you're talking to me and you're showing me something. So if I'm going to take this verse in James, I'm going to ask you, right? I'm going to ask you for wisdom and you're going to give it to me. You're not going to say, oh, well, I'm not going to give it to you this time because you didn't do well. You, look, you didn't pass that test right or you didn't do good enough. So I'm not going to give you any wisdom. It's actually, I'm so glad I'm so happy that you're that you see me in it. That you know that you're not alone and that you are asking for my help and God is there ready. So when you get in these situations, like do you lean into God? Do you lean into your old way? You know, like you were saying, like I know this way. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes we get into these bad places like, oh I know this place. So right. I'll just lean right. back into how I've always done it.
0: Yeah, and, and, and we, we, know the, we know the path forward because we've been there before, right? And so we know how to navigate through this storm. But is that, you know, is, is that, what what, am I, what what can I take away from this by just reverting back to my old ways, right? right. And um, that's, I, I'm, I keep struggling with myself and, and thinking, am I, am I, Am I doing this the right way? Am I reverting back to old ways, or am I moving forward? And I think, at least by asking myself that question, I know that I'm, I'm at least attempting to to change. And so, I'm gonna keep staying in that constant state of of asking myself, okay, what am I what am I looking for? What am I being told? What am I being asked to do? And um, being attentive for for signs of of how to process these feelings and to to get through this thing.
1: Jenny and I just left we were at this uh, place called Southport North Carolina and it's in Cape Fear and it's all these sandbars and stuff and they told us all these stories about these ships would go in thinking it's deep and they get run ashore of these sandbars so they start putting buoys up with light saying there's a sandbar and I feel like that's how we are sometimes where we hear like, "Oh, look, this looks great," and we keep running into the same sandbar. But God's like, "Hey, if you ask me, I can show you. I can put a light on that sandbar, and I can show you that the the safe way to navigate through mm-hmm. all these inlets and through all these rivers and into the ocean and to where the good fishing ground is. Right? They are their big fishing city, and I just. But with us and ourselves and what we see, we just see water, right? And it could be a foot. And we got a big ship, and we just keep running it into the same sandbar, and doing it our way. Yeah. And uh, there's one thing I always say to go along with this uh, this picture is a smooth sea never made a good sailor. Yeah, that's true. And, and through the hard stuff, like Courtney says, is real growth happens when, you're in, when you learn from tough times. And when you're going through a tough time and you say, God... You're showing me something here. You're speaking to me in a way that you might not have spoken to me before, but I know this is a learning opportunity. So I am. Let me be teachable, and and we need God's help to be that humble.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. The 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 piece about trying to, to be humble and to remain humble. And that's 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 a big ask in, yeah, in right. man's world, um, but it's a necessary one, I think. To, to be aligned with God and to, to be obedient to God, um, one must practice humility, I believe. Yeah.
1: So today's practicality, our, our challenge, is to listen in the hard things for how God's speaking to you. And it might be a different way that you haven't heard
0: before. Right. Yeah, God speaks in so many ways. And... Um, the important, I think, for me anyway, the important thing for me was to pay attention and listen, as opposed to um, just get through it. Yeah. So it's it's one thing to it's it's almost like okay, I'm um, I'm to go back to the the sailor at sea analogy. I'm I'm, I'm a sailor, kind of lost at sea, and I see a storm ahead. Do I um, just sort of stay there and, and weather the storm or do I, um, do I be bold and I, if God tells me to go th- to, the, to the eye of the storm I'm going to go to the eye of the mm-hmm. storm I'm going to just navigate my ship through there mm-hmm. if that's what I'm asked to do because that may, be, that may seem frightening and, and the wrong path but if that's what, what God has asked me to do then how could that be the wrong path right, right. and so if I steer my ship into the eye of the storm because I'm asked to do that then I know I'll come through on the other side. Amen. Yeah.
1: That's so good. And pray for us.
0: Yeah, please do. Um, We, both of us, we need some uplifting and some confidence built back. At least I do.
1: Yes. So thank you for listening. Yes, thank you.
0: We'll see you uh, next week. Next week. Thank you. Bye-bye.